This is Jason. And I'm Rob. From Nonpoint, and you're listening to The Itch. You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And this week we are scratching the itch to visit Psycho City. And that would be for context, because that's important. <laughs> a fictional home inhabited in the music videos of the band Sumo Psycho. Uh, I got to see them as well as a couple of other bands. We almost scratched the itch for Ladies Night, I guess you could say, because I saw three <laughs> bands on the 10th. And every single one of them was a female friend band, And that's becoming a real theme on our show, which is kind of cool, actually. I didn't yes. see it going that way, but I kind of like it. I was just thinking that same exact thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's happening a lot. And it's not like, a oh, this is deliberately what we're trying for. But it's like, I'm not mad about it either. Yeah, we're so, not shying away from it. <laughs> no, embrace it. <laughs> we're about it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just the way the industry is going anyway. I mean, there's just been a lot of awesome female-led bands or, you know, female bands in general. That's what's going on. It's just they're, they're kind of dominating the market right now because it's good. You know, can't deny it. So related, this one was just, this was a me solo show. So I, this was Aaron at Reggie's uh, Music Joint in Chicago, which I got to take a second to talk about Reggie's. But Dan, what? <laughs> no, I mean, it just sounds like a little like kind of hole in the wall place. Well, that that's a it. Yes and no. That's what's really cool about this place. Um, Reggie's is. A few places in one. So there's Reggie's music joint, which is it really is a hole in the wall. It's got about a hundred person, a little bit more, maybe capacity and, you know, a few booths, comfort food and a bar and stuff like that. And then next to it in the same building is Reggie's Rock Club, which holds about 400 people. And then above them is the Roof Deck, which is a roof restaurant. And so Reggie's is a lot of things at the same time. And it's pretty cool. And also, I should note the the sign, the the awning out in front of the place says Reggie's and the slogan of the place is we're not happy till you're not happy. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's fun. So... <laughs> Yeah, so I saw Sumo Psycho. Um, it was the final night of their first ever headlining tour at Reggie's. Um, and they played at the music joint, the smaller of the two music venues. Um, and this is a band that we sort of got introduced to last year, but didn't like give a ton of time to. At least I got introduced to them last year. And I kind of wish that I'd given more time to them because I will say off the bat that their album uh, initiation would have made my top 20 if I had listened to it more. <laughs> I actually have to agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And we actually knew of them a couple years prior to that. Cause we did play the song. The reason why we played it was because of Benji. Oh, was that move mountains? Yes. Yeah. They have a song on their previous album that features Benji Webb of skin dread, which is always a plus. And also uh, sumo psycho has close ties to our friends from the band Nonpoint. Yep. And so um, they've worked together. Frankie, who is a big part of the Nonpoint machine, um, also has done a lot of photography work, which, as we'll sort of touch on in a minute, uh, is not a hard thing to do because they are very photogenic. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I'm talking mostly about Sky, but not only about Sky. The the band in general, they have looks, they have a vibe to them. But uh, so these guys, these guys are cool. So I don't know where to start here. I guess I should start chronologically. 
Oh, actually, fun side story. We mentioned, you know, the girl bands and stuff like that. And we've mentioned before how it kind of stinks that the majority of the Itch concert reviews are either like one of us or two of us. It's almost it's hardly it's hard to get us all three together. Right. I was just telling Hannah that tonight. <laughs> it's literally yeah. like we can always make an interview. We can make the podcast episodes. Uh, but yeah, we have issues making concerts together. Well, it, you know, it is tough living in different cities. Yes. But the fun thing is, is uh, a similar situation to what happened with the Dead Dead show in the episode we talked about last year mm-hmm. is that I, I, I made a friend at the show because we because of the Groove Council. We've got this this group of people who we talk music with on Twitter that kind of have this little like subgroup. And, you know, we're always throwing new bands, each other back and forth. And there's a guy in the group named Chris who is who messaged us and was like, hey, I'm going to be going to the sumo psycho show. Actually, he was talking about going to the mood ring show, mood which ring. unfortunately, yeah. uh, mood ring had to bow out of due to covid, which that sucked. Um, yeah, but. He, so, but he had mentioned the Sumo Psycho show as well, or maybe I mentioned it to him first. It doesn't really matter. Either way, we both ended up being like, hey, let's go see this show. And so I met a second member now of the Groove Council in person at a Chicago show, which it just, it does make shows more fun to have a friend with you than to see him by yourself. Yeah. It's so nice to see you making friends. Yeah, I'm out here socializing, <laughs> making concert buddies. I mean, <laughs> it's not the same as the Itch guys, but it's not bad either. And so. Yeah, I mean, it, it, <laughs> It's been like 20 years since we made new friends, so probably good. (laughs) Hey, that's, yeah. I'm just joking. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. So this, (laughs) as I said, so Chris Chris and I had a good time and and we chatted in between bands. I was going to, you know, it was funny because I wanted to go, I was going to go up and say hi or like, because we had planned like, oh, hey, I'm I'm sitting by the bar or whatever. But it's like, it's so loud in there and crowded that it was like, there was not really any point in doing anything other than being like, Hi, how you doing? Nice to meet you. And then just like watch the show. <laughs> like, right, right. You couldn't hear. Yeah. You couldn't really like, like it was, I don't know. Even yeah, in between bands? No, in between bands is a lot easier. That's when, that's when we debriefed about the bands and we're like talking rock and stuff. Okay, that and makes so, sense. Uh, yeah, yeah no, that, that's cool. So it was cool to have somebody to talk music with at the show. Um, so again, the show was Sumo Psycho. They were the headliner. They've been on this tour with support from a band called Black Satellite from New York City. And this show also had two openers. I only got to see one of them, and that was a band called Bullet to the Heart. And so they're a Chicago band. I figure we might give them, might as well give them a little shout out here. How were they? They were solid. the The guitarist is a guy named Brian. He had a very nice, heavy guitar so- like tone that made a great wall of sound in this small venue. And and the singer, I, I'm not gonna lie, the sound was a little bit rough at first on on the mix there, and I first i couldn't really make out a word that she said but i could tell that she could scream <laughs> so uh, <laughs> probably the most interesting thing about that band was that they you know how some bands have like names for their fans or like their yeah their fan base or whatever they call mm-hmm. their fans the bloodline okay. i thought that was Ooh. that was kind of decent I could, I could work with that i mean i take medication for a rising bloodline so i don't really know like what to do with that but <laughs> But they had a whole song about it dedicated to them. And I think that's a nice way to get your loyal fans, you know, Going. To, 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 yeah, yeah, to shout them out. It was, to yeah. get their blood flowing, as it were. Yep. Yeah. And they, they did what they could to do that. And so <laughs> when you're the third, well, the, the second band out of four, like it's it's not it's one of those things where most people there are there for the headliners. So you got to work really hard to get people involved. But they did. So yeah. Yeah. we would name our fans, but, you know, they're just our moms. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the Ish Mom fan group. <laughs> moms. Our fans are moms. <laughs> now we have to come up with an awesome acronym for mom. That's true. And we do. <laughs> I'm 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 happy to go that direction because I don't really want to try to think of how we would come up with a fan group that's based on the word itch. It's just yeah, right. The closest thing we got is in the Groove Council. If we share, if I share a concert video, another Chris in the group will say, uh, "Thanks, itchers," which doesn't sound that great. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I think it's because they don't know which of us is posting, so they just True. like call us as a unit. And they're like, whatever right. person said that, it right. just is on, on behalf of all of them. It's yeah, like- which is I try, I try to identify that it is me when I post <laughs> on Twitter. Rest assured, well, it's not me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nonetheless, yeah. If, if we ever have a fan group of some sort, it will probably be the moms. The moms. <laughs> Founding members, our own moms. <laughs> uh, so there we go. Let us know if you got an acronym that works for that. We'll take it. We'll take it into consideration. Anyway. <laughs> all that to say. All that to say, those guys were cool. Black Satellite came on and they were they were even cooler, like literally. Like they each had like a, they definitely all had a vibe, each person in that band. So like the bassist, he was this blonde, lanky, like shirtless, hair swinging dude <laughs> who he just reminded me of like, um, he would be in like a Red Hot Chili Peppers kind of band in like the 90s or something. Okay. Except for he was playing like super low in like drop Q or some <laughs> some tone that's not actually feasible. So, which I, I do love when that happens, except for in Reggie's playing bass that low really like rattled my organs. And that, that makes me very uncomfortable. So <laughs> that's too much bass. There can be too much bass. I listened to a little bit of their, their music just cause I was curious about them. And I, I think I, I would have probably liked to see them live first, as opposed to listening to them on record. Cause you know, I just, I don't know. For one, like seeing live music is just way better than hearing yeah. on record. Anyway, like you just get yeah. more into the music. You feel it. You you, you know you feel more a part of it. Uh, but yeah, I just kind of felt like it was just it was okay. It was there was nothing really special about it. But I will say that I, I you know, we caught. We, I think we we've talked about bandicaps or names. Yes. Like yeah, bandicap. Yeah, bandicaps. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Any band that starts with black something or another, in my opinion, now is automatically like just giving themselves a band cap. And, <laughs> and, and the reason why I say this is because I can now and I'm not even making this up. I, I've practiced this for, for an hour or so. I can now name 11 fucking bands right off the top <laughs> of my head that start with black. He said I've been practicing for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then, then, then you, you got to do it. I really want to hear these. Yes, do it. Black Sabbath, Black Flag, Black Country Communion, Black Keys, Black Stone Cherry, Black Tide, Black Veil Brides, Black Water Rising, Blackberry Smoke, Black Top Mojo, and Black Satellite. <laughs> oh, and Black Maps. Twelve, bitches! Black <laughs> he just got another one. We did an episode on red, white, and blue bands. We did not do an it episode on, and on so, bands you know, had the word black in the name. I just want to say, and, and I, this is like a mic drop fucking moment right here. Everybody wants to be black, but nobody wants to actually be black. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been The Itch. Um, <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Doing it. Oh. He's, he dropped the mic. He's out. I dropped he dropped headphones. headphones. <laughs> that was a headphone toss. 
Uh, hey, shout out to Patio Slave for letting us steal the term bandicap, by the way. Yes, yeah. yes. It's a good term. And I like it. That was a that was a quality rant. I appreciate that you did the whole list and that it grew as it was going. Yeah. <laughs> I can probably think of another one or two if I try, but I just I was laughing too much. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. So that's how I feel. <laughs> that to say that it wasn't a bad show. I'll say that. Like I said, they all have unique kind of vibes to them. You had the the '90s funkster uh, bassist. Their guitarist looks like one of the dudes from Orgy. He kind of had that vibe going for him. Yeah, I tried to watch a couple of their stuff and I watched a couple of their videos and it, it kind of did have an orgy vibe to it, even on the videos. There's definitely a little bit of that going on. Um, and the singer, she, she had this like spiked leather and like a mohawk and mm-hmm. like eye black. She wore like black nice. and blue a lot. And then the drummer in, in one, one of my favorite like music tropes, he just looked like a regular dude <laughs> just wearing regular stuff. He had a machine shop <laughs> shirt on shout out to Lydia's castle for that episode. Yes. He was just a regular dude. So they all had their own look and stuff. I love when drummers are just like the oddballs. I just think that's one reason why I love RJ is because like everybody in the band kind of looks normal. And then you have RJ with his pink hair. Well, uh, and then, <laughs> and then on, the, on the flip side, you had the naked gypsy queens and he's yes. like in a full suit. And it's like, uh, what? How are you not hot and dying? <laughs> <laughs> so Black Satellite, just a little little background here. It's technically only two people. They had the filled out lineup. The orgy guy was named is a guy named Kyle. I talked to him for a second after the show. He's really cool. Um, their singer is named Larissa Vale. Uh, There's sort of this industrial metal thing. I realized late in the show because Larissa has this like raspy voice mm-hmm. that she kind of reminded me a little bit of Drain STH, which is an obscurish band that I really like, but like they never really like blew up. Right. No. But they're but they're heavier instead of grungier. Like Drain STH yeah. was a little bit like a female Alice in Chains ish sound ish. to it. Yeah, yeah. Ish. Don't yeah, don't quote me like a direct copy or nothing. No, no, no. <laughs> I got where you're going. Yeah, this is a little heavier and whatnot. So anyway, she was cool because she when she sang, she was feeling the songs. Like she wasn't out there necessarily trying to impress the audience or like, you know, reaching your hand out or trying to connect. The song was happening and she was completely connected to that song, which I think is pretty cool. And it didn't take away from her connection to the crowd either. So those guys have an album coming called Aftermath. Crazily, they announced during the show that they have launched their own beer, which is not something I've heard too many bands do, unless not like huge ones. Not, yeah, big bands I've heard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but these guys, and then that actually comes into play later on. I'll come back to that. (laughs) (laughs) They were pretty cool, and I will say I am not a fan really of Rammstein, but these guys did a pretty nasty Rammstein cover. And I would say it was probably their best song of the show. Definitely the one that, that the crowd was really vibing to, even though she was singing most of it in German, like it still worked. Was it Duhash or was it a different one? Um, let me actually look it up. I don't remember. Ishmael. No, it wasn't. It, I, I watched it. I can't remember. Son? Oh, okay. Is that, I don't know. S-O-N-N-E. I okay. think that was it. I don't know how I don't know much German. Yeah, they 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 did a cover of a of a song that I think is called Son. It's S O N N E and you, you can look up videos, not just of the live, but they have a studio recording of it too and it's quality stuff. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, so they're not really my taste per se. Right. They're definitely not bad and there's definitely an audience for them. And then as a bit of a a side note about Reggie's. You go in and the, and the bar is on your right. You go forward There's bathrooms on your left, and then there's a few booths on your left. The stage then being 
on kind of center and right. If you just keep walking straight ahead center, you go right into the double doors of the kitchen. (laughs) And so all night long, these doors are flopping open and closed as the band is literally right next to the door playing. And so um, there was a few people that had some snacks out there while they were, you know, while they were in front row. Like it was really the best of both worlds situation at this concert for a lot of people. (laughs) That's nice. It was fun. And even more so, this was probably one of the better smelling concerts I've ever been at because it was just honey barbecue wings. Oh, wow. All night long, (laughs) everywhere, like every few minutes, it would just be an order of barbecue wings coming out. And I'm like, these bands have to smell this as this is happening. (laughs) That would make that place very memorable. (laughs) Yeah, that was one of the cool things. You sent out a tweet and they responded a couple of times and it was. Oh, yeah. Black Satellite. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, those wings are delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure they were. Sometime I'm going back to Reggie's for those wings. <laughs> Not even to see a show, just the wings. No, just the wings. Just the wings. <laughs> so <laughs> so I guess we, moving on to the headliner here. So, so Sumo Psycho is the headliner. First time seeing them uh, for me. Their intro to their show sounds like some type of sports theme, like an NFL game is about to start or something, which I thought was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's fun. You're right. And so Sky, the singer comes out. She has this look, which is, is funny to me for two reasons. So it's kind of this like Harley Quinn meets Gwen Stefani yep. kind of look to her. She has like this car seat belt buckle pants and like fishnets. And she's just <laughs> kind of wild. That is a very accurate description actually yeah yeah, yeah. meets Quinn Stefani that's a wow and what's and I think that's her personality matches that too so it was it was really cool and and as a little side note another thing that I made a crack about that I that was fun to me was if she was Harley Quinn then Larissa from Black Satellite was Killer Frost so you had two DC Comics uh villains on tour together there Mm -hmm. you go so there's a comic book geek joke for for anybody who's interested (laughs) So with Gwen Stefani, this band, so I, I came up with a segment that we can debut here, and I'm calling it, in my mind, I've been calling it Band Blender. So <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Yeah. How you introduce somebody to a band that they might like. I'm going to give you four bands that I think if you put them into a blender, you would probably get a band that came out sounding something like Sumo Psycho. And Gwen Stefani's, no doubt, is one of them. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another one is... System of a Down, which we'll yep. return to in a little bit. <laughs> also yep. agreed. Agreed. I'm going to go. This one's a little bit up for grabs, but I'm going to go Paramore for a third one because she definitely there's definitely some degree of pop to what's going on here. True. Yeah. OK. And then four. there's a reason that they that they had Benji on a song. Exactly. Because they have some skin dread to them. Yes. Yep. And that's why when I when I was like, I don't know how we haven't listened to these guys more. I send them to you guys. I'm like. This is def. There's System of a Down and Skin Dread vibes all over the place, and those are two like itch staple bands. Yes. So that's my band blender for those. If you like any or all of them, there's a decent chance you will enjoy this. It's funny that you say that because Dan and I essentially played that game on the ride home from the show, and we came up with three of the four. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have other ones too? Because there's room in this blend for more. You know. <laughs> um. That was pretty much. I was having a hard time describing the screaming and Dan mentioned system and that's about as close as we could come up with. Yeah. Yeah. It works. But definitely the Gwen Stefani and Skindred. 
I think we should play that game more often. I think it's fun. I love playing doing stuff like that. And then also I think it's helpful when we're talking about music that we can't really play much of. It's like like in the you know, these on the podcast. It's like here is a sound that probably makes sense for this. So you mentioned her coming out with, you know, a buckle and fishnets <laughs> and a few other things. Dan and I had a question for you. Did anybody wear a skull of any kind? Because yes. in every video that they've ever released, there's somebody that has a skull head of some sort. Uh, yes, it is like a theme that they have. I'm, I'm guessing I, that's like supposed to be a psycho. Maybe yeah. that's a psycho. I, I don't have you guys watch the videos and stuff more than me. I just have the concert report mostly. I don't remember seeing any any skull masks, though it sounds like something that should have been present somewhere. And I don't even remember seeing it on like their gear or anything. I want to say his like even like the kick drum just said the band name. Okay, so I'm not sure. I don't recall seeing anything like that. Well, because the band members themselves never really wore skull mask, but like, yeah, there is one video where they do. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's mainly her, but yeah, there's like one video where they all are switch, like it's switching off between all four of them. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it. I'm sure that that would have been a great concert because yeah, she's fucking gorgeous and all of her music videos and and I'm sure live uh, and on Instagram too. By the way, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna touch on that a couple of times. So well, it's really funny because like I, so when I was introducing my wife to them because I knew that she'd love them. Like I was playing the music video and like the first thing that she says, "Wow, she's really pretty." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah. <laughs> it was one of my first thoughts i was like i'm standing in the back of the place and then like she comes out and i'm like she is really pretty i should i need to stand closer so i can look into those eyes well she- <laughs> <laughs> i didn't but i was like dang <laughs> should have just thrown your phone number or at the fucking itch card just thrown at her just throw it at itch card, yeah. hey girl i don't know if you're single or not but here's what i do here's what i'm about that's <laughs> my email hit me up hit me up in the du there's two <laughs> different points where, where her looks came up in the show and one of them was somewhere like after a song where they're getting ready for the next one. Somebody in the crowd just screams out, you're sexy. <laughs> and she pauses for a second. And she goes, thank you. And he goes, you're welcome. <laughs> like in the same loud scream. <laughs> and that, that cracked me up for one. And then there was this part. They did a song late in the set. I don't remember what it was, to be honest, where she got really she got out in the crowd for the second time. I'll get back to the first time in a minute. Yeah, she got out into the like middle of the crowd and had everybody like surround her and like get low, everybody crouched down. It was one mm-hmm. of those like, you know, we're going to hit a big riff and everybody's going to bounce and stuff. Yeah. And after that, she got back up on the stage and she was like, "Listen, I don't know who out there was touching my butt, but that is not cool." And somebody in the crowd was like, "Who was it?" <laughs> like like they were going to do something about it and she was like, "I don't know, but if I did, I would tell you." <laughs> And and some other random voice from the crowd goes, goes, I think it was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> and she's like, it's OK. Just learn your lesson. <laughs> so, like, I think somebody accidentally touched her. Like, I don't I sincerely don't think this was like somebody trying to be a creep because they actually apologized. But um, I hope not. I'm I hope sure. Not. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I hope not, because I'm sure, you know, just being and honestly i'm sure that all females in rock have to deal with this shit but like oh yeah you know i'm sure i'm hoping that like that's it was just a joke but like yeah i'm sure that she has to deal with her fair share of bullshit because of well how, when you how said pretty she is yeah, yeah when you said that she got out in the crowd i was like ooh, this is uh dangerous she did it a couple of times and well for first of all to dan's point i've heard it said plenty of times and i think it's totally believable that like that women and then especially particularly pretty women have to work 
that much harder to be taken seriously at just about anything they do because yeah because of how often they're just viewed for their looks yeah and so that's why i say like when i talk about like this is a really attractive woman like that's a tiny piece of who she is i'm not trying to suggest that this is why i went to the show or like you know it's just a like bonus that. it's a bonus right. like look, but she's, she's also a great, great singer yeah, yeah exactly this album is fucking phenomenal and their music videos are just great artistically too like yeah. It's not just that she's attractive. Yeah, they're they're really entertaining videos and she's it's a great a great band. So yeah, we don't want to take away from that by any means. No, no. And she's she's incredibly charismatic and a very very good front woman. And she also like she's tiny. Like this girl couldn't have been more than like 5'2". Everybody's or fucking tiny to you. Everybody's tiny. Well, sure, but she was really <laughs> This is a short woman. So like she stood up on like a lift of some sort for most of the show, which also enabled her to kind of like dance around and kind of like guide the crowd and different stuff. It made her the focal point. But obviously this is a band where she is the focal point and that's fine. But she was good at what she did. So like the the butt touch thing was towards the very end. But earlier in the show, she wanders out into the middle of the crowd again. And so she's singing the song and she kind of like clears out the space around her a little bit. And then like, I thought this was fantastic. She started the pit herself, <laughs> like a nice. tiny woman in the middle of giving her performance, kind of just nudged a couple of guys and then just like moved back out of the way. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so then the pit got going for that song right at the point where she was like doing a good scream. <laughs> and so she gets back up on the stage and carries on doing her thing. I was like, that was that was a great move right there. <laughs> that was um second or third track of the night. It was called Free Yourself. That's what it was. I remember that now. So yeah, and then that so actually three times in this show, she went through the crowd. So they were talking about how this was like the end of their tour. And so late in the show, she walks straight through the crowd to the bar and gets up on the bar while still singing and performing. And she brings up their tour like manager. And she's like, this is her last night with us. And we've had such a great time. We really want to thank her. She's like, so we're going to do some shots together. <laughs> and so they, they're both, she's still singing. Like they do a couple, they did a couple of shots. And she's like, all right, now I need to get back to the stage. And so... She has the crowd surf her back up to the stage and she hops back on her little thing that she was standing on and continues on. I'm like, this woman was all over the place in that show. And this was not a huge venue either. So it was a really cool way of like getting people involved because you were literally a couple of feet away from her at any given point or, or, you know, at a few different points, just about yeah. no matter where you were standing. Gotcha. Yeah. It sounds like what our similar, a similar experience to, to attray you. Yeah. Yeah. I want to note that the pit itself sucked because it was basically two or three guys acting like bulls charging at each other and like bounce. There's like two or three dudes like like bouncing each other into into people who weren't that interested in being the boundary of the pit. So they were they were legitimately doing sumo at that point. It was pretty much sumo. It was like, we get it, guys. You're tough. Like like they were having fun. I shouldn't I shouldn't really give them too much trouble. And they weren't really hurting anybody. It was just a little annoying. You didn't get that KC pun. I totally got it. <laughs> There were a couple of psychos sumo wrestling. Oh, them. my gosh. <laughs> there sumo, sumo psychos. There were yes. some sumo psychos out there. Good job. Casey's on a roll lately. <laughs> He's back at this. <laughs> that is awesome. Yes. I did have a, a question, but it, it based on your description, it seems like um, she did not do this. But did she do any costume changes at all? Not that I recall. There wasn't a whole lot of time. They were pretty well going through the tracks. But um, I do also want to give a shout out to matt drake he is the guitarist and background vocalist of the band it's it's this one of those bands where you kind of get the impression that it's a two-person show 
And, you know, where she's like the charismatic front person, he's like the technical person. From what I understand, though, those were two of the original members and like they kind of picked up or at least changed some other members of the band. But it was just the, like the guitarist and the and, and Sky, the lead singer, have been the original members since the inception of this band. Hmm. That is true, actually. I just looked up the timeline as you were saying that. Yeah, this band's been around since 2011. And I think that they're just now kind of starting to break out as I think they deserve. They signed a couple years ago just before the pandemic with Napalm Records, Yep, which is a, a you know, heavy bands. It fits their mold really well. I think they've kind of found their sound and they're leaning into it. Yeah. Like we said, the combination they've hit is awesome for our taste. Like, I get why Nonpoint liked them so much. It really makes me want to see them tour with like a Skin Dread or something. Yeah. It'd be a fantastic pairing. Or Nonpoint. They just or finished their tour with Varsity, so who knows? They've done it before. They can do it again. I do I do have to note regarding one of those bands though. So the, the they had a great set. They played about half of their songs were from their newest album 2021 uh, initiation and about the other half were from their album from a few years back called Opus Mar. But in between that, they included a cover song and and I was impressed by the Black Satellite cover, so I was already like good on that. But then these guys came up and they had to best that. So like like I'm chilling, I'm just, you know, minding my own business, having a good time at the show and all of a sudden I hear this this guitar like and i'm like that sounds kind of familiar why do i know this what is this and so like two seconds there's like this pause and like two seconds later tiny blonde woman shrieking why do i always send a bar <laughs> and then the whole place lost it and as good as the sumo cycle original tracks were their system of a down byob cover was just ridiculous like it was so much fun i think it's an abbreviated version they usually do live where they do like the first verse and then they just get into the the whole yeah why do they always send the poor thing but it's still it like the crowd didn't need picked up it was already energetic <laughs> but if it did need picked up that would have done the trick <laughs> <laughs> yeah nothing like a good cover song to get everybody all riled up yeah it was fantastic they yeah they stuck that right in the middle of the set they closed with bystander which I think is probably their right choice. I'd say the most radio-friendly songs are like Vertigo and No Surrender. Vertigo is their second most Spotify-played song, and I th- I totally agree that that is the main, the most radio-friendly one. No Surrender, I think, was one of the ones that really reminded me of Skin Dread. Right, yeah. Bystander is number three on their Spotify plays, and probably the one that first like caught me to the band, because it has a little more unique sound to it than Vertigo, um, which yeah. sounds... It's like I said, it's very yeah. radio friendly, but that also means that there are other bands that sound closer to that than a lot of their other songs. Yes, agreed. Mm-hmm. And just of note, yeah, their their most streamed song is Move Mountains featuring Benji Webb. Yes. So there's three great places to start if you want to check this band out. Yeah, we played Love You Wrong yesterday. On That's the, show. The, the lead track from uh, from Initiation. Initiation. Yeah. 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 One thing that I wanted to kind of ask you, Aaron, about Sky's voice is, was there any particular because... When she sings, she kind of has the the skin dread reggae style and then kind of the Gwen Stefani style and then the screaming. Was there any particular spot that sounded better live or or worse live compared to uh, the tracks on the album or was it all pretty much the same? I think it was pretty well in line with the album. Um, I'm I, I'm not going to say that I had listened to the album that many times before going in, just enough times to know that I wanted to see them live. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so, but I mean, she was pretty faithful to it. And her voice is very versatile. Like you mentioned, like there are some tracks where she screams. There are some tracks where she kind of raps almost. Yes. Um, you know, Vertigo is a little more straightforward singing. There are ones where she kind of has that like dub. Yeah. Kind of bounce like, mm-hmm. like she's from the islands or something kind of okay. tour. All so right. she's, she's all over the place and she makes it work and she likes to stick her tongue out. I noticed that <laughs> I, I find that weird. Her and Eva would be best friends. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. and, and Sammy Guevara. They all need to yeah. stop it. <laughs> now they can do what they want to do, but I just always think it's strange, but it's a rock star thing to do, I guess. Yeah. I think uh, Gene Simmons is kind of the one that really uh, started. He, that. He, uh, can, he can actually put, make claim to that. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about one Gene thing. Simmons. Gene Simmons and the Rolling Stones logo have established oh, sticking yeah. your tongue out as a as a rock and roll thing. Yeah. So yeah, all all of those words to say this was a great show. Sumo Psycho was super fun live, and I would like to see them again. And actually, would have the opportunity. They're coming back to Chicago very soon, and I hope you guys can see them soon as well. Preferably yeah. all together. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Check out Initiation. Check out their BYOB cover if you have not yet. And I just wanted to throw this out there real quick. So I named like 13 rock bands. Uh, I, another one came up to me, Black Eyed Peas. So. <laughs> oh, he, he went there. Yeah, I did. He went there for the Black Eyed Peas. All right. I'm just another one that popped up in my head. <laughs> but is that really a band, though? I don't know. I don't want to spend any more time than we have to talking about Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> Nonetheless, his point stands. So I don't know. I don't know what those guys are going to do. What if they're a blue satellite? That could be something. <laughs> oh, well, they are what they are. They're a pretty cool band. Space satellite. There we go. <laughs> I guess so. Sure. Uh, <laughs> space black satellite. No, I'm just sure. <laughs> Anyways. Thank you very much for listening to The Itch. If you've gotten a chance to see Sumo Cycle live, let us know what you think or just let us know what you think of the new Initiation album. We'd love to hear your feedback. My name is Dan. I'm Casey. And I'm Aaron. And until next time, rock on. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell your mom about The Itch. Check out the show notes for links about the episode as well as our new music playlist and where you can hear us every Sunday night. And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S. You're sexy!